CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, it's Todd. I re- Look, I should have never asked how you're doing before because now I really want to know. Are you, are you stressed out? Is there anything I could do to help you with that? Like, could you take a deep breath? Does that work sometimes? Oh, come on, do it. Just do it. Take it in. Let it out. It sounds corny, but if you really try it, do it. Please. Ready? <sighs> it's not going to get rid of all your stress, obviously, but some of it it can. You can get yourself into a peaceful state. Hey, you still got life's problems, but you can, you can, you can get somewhere. You can. All right, here we go. Brendan Walsh is our guest. Next week, it's Henry Phillips. I'm excited about that. Rory's probably going to be in there, too, I think. Maybe. Um, I'm in Atlanta right now. I'm having a great time. I really love it here. I love the club. I love the people. I love you. I love you. (laughs) All right, everybody. You're good people. I'm proud of you. Go have a nice day. Now entering Nerdist.com. A very funny guy, Todd Glass. If you fucking call me back this time, then don't call me ever again. Ah. The Todd Glass Show launches August 12th. Todd. Hey, it's Zach. Yeah. Zach. Is that Zach? Listen, man, I really want to come on the, the podcast. I've got stuff to promote. Hello. Comedy Central. Hello. Todd Glass. Hello. Todd Glass. Hello. Brian Regan. Again. Um, Brian Regan. Brian Regan. Brian Regan. <laughs> Brian Regan. 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 You want me to beg? That's Eddie's Peppertones. Oh, I'm the guy who can't come on the Todd Glass show. What do I fucking need to do? 
Brian Regan, Brian Regan, Brian Regan. High atop Black Horse Motors. It's the Todd Glass Show. Uh, Do you think it's good to give your location like that? I figure it's okay. Somebody's going to shoot up the place. I know. I did think about that, but we're not too controversial. What else you got over there? How's Mike Wallace doing over there? Is he doing My name that? is Mike Wallace. The cigarette is Parliament. All right, so here we go. <laughs> we're going to rip through that. Um, we're going to rip through this quick. I'm coming to Atlanta uh, uh, this Thursday. Tonight. Laughing Skull? Yeah, I was there last night. Yeah. Because <laughs> this we know. Oh, I'm going to be at Atlanta today. Okay, today is Friday. I'm at Atlanta tonight. And then I'm in Atlanta Saturday, and I'm going to be in Atlanta Sunday. So it's, I can't wait to go. It's going to be fun. Chris Burden is from Atlanta. I'm going to see you hang out. Preston. It's going to be good fun. Wow, hmm? Paul F. Tompkins, I saw your uh, half of your special, and me and Brandon agreed before we went on the air that it was very funny. Uh, it's, it's Brendan. Oh, I'm sorry, Brendan. I know, I know, I know. Jesus Christ. It's like Caroline, Caroline, that old Brian Regan. Brian Regan. Brian Regan, Brian Regan. <laughs> Eddie says I mentioned Brian Regan a lot. I do, do you really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't uh, notice it over uh, Regan mentioning. Thank you. Oh, yeah. you listen to the show. I've I've heard. I listen to all of them. I don't. I'm not going to be one of those people. <laughs> on my way so over. You remember <laughs> episode four? You do you remember, it. you guys? <laughs> uh, you act like you didn't listen to any, but then I drill you on it. You go, oh, so uh, which ones did you listen to? Oh yeah, all of them. Oh, so you know when we do the bit where we play the uh, funky, you know, the uh, disco music? Yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, yeah it's uh, what you have a funny name for it. Uh, God, what's it uh, called? Disco that's all right. Something? Yeah, yeah. I, it, see, in real life, if you said that, I wouldn't go, we don't do the disco music. I'd feel so bad for you. <laughs> I would just sort of like let you be in your like, white yeah, lie. In my you, lie. Yeah. <laughs> so Paul F. Tompkins, that looked great. You're special. Not only did you look great, but the background looked good and the material matched. I, I know. I'm messing He's, with the mic. People say, <laughs> told me not to, but I... You know what people say? That's good. They go, uh, the, the, the rattling of the mic sometimes isn't as bad when you yell at people... And I have to explain to them that when I yell at people here, it's an affectionate, comedic yell. No one in this room uh, is, is fearful of me. Plus, I remind them how much I respect them, appreciate them, and uh, have an affection for them, which but is it's, true. It's, it's usually, absolutely true. I do. I, what I just said, I feel about every single person in this room. How about fuck off? But there's a different way to show that than by screaming it in their face. No, I appreciate you. No, no, no. When I tell them that, I don't scream it. I'm saying when I sometimes when people are rattling the mics yeah, yeah. and I go, "Stop rattling the mics," you know. Uh, I think Daniel or Blake said we get that there's a comedicness to that. Like I'm not, you know, I get because I'm so, you know, it's just everything's fine here. Mm -hmm. Don't worry. I know people get worried sometimes. What's going on here? But every everything's fine, right, gang? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, okay, so there's that. Uh, Megan Conroy, I told you not to listen to the show. Your privilege has been taken away. A lot of times people tell you, oh, I'm not going to listen anymore. Mm -hmm. And I say, no, 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 no. You're <laughs> I don't he, that makes it sound like but if I change my mind. No, right. no, you don't. Your privileges are get taken away. Now I know Megan's probably gone. He'll never know. I will find out your privilege has been taken away. Yeah. Your privileges have been taken away, okay? What did she do? I had one episode I wasn't happy about, and she said, I've listened to all 40, mm -hmm. and now that last one was so bad that I'm not listening anymore. She said this in email? 
She did. She came over his house. She came over my house. I give that address too on the air. (laughs) So anyway, um, so Megan, um, really, Megan, I just want you to be happy. And you know what? Obviously, if I didn't love you, then you couldn't have affected me. I think you crushed my soul when you said that because I thought she loved forty and then won. Anyway, let's move on. Ben Black, you know I'm thanking you. You're a good man. Okay, that will do next week. Uh, there's about three emails that uh, I was supposed to. We're going to have this show where we talk about some stuff, get another serious show. So there's three emails that I, if you're, if you're like, God, Todd emailed me and said we were going to talk about it on the show, but we haven't yet. We're going to. We'll, we'll do it probably next two weeks. So if you're like, you know who you are. You're sitting in, you're listening to this going, I think that's probably me. Someone else, somewhere else has gone, that's probably me too. So there's like three or four of you unanswered emails not that they're unanswered, but I emailed you back and said, we're going to talk about that on a future mm-hmm. episode. We are going to. So there we go. I got all that out of the way. How's everyone doing? Right? You're doing good? Everyone's all right? Happy birthday to you. You know who I'm to get the fuck yeah. up. <laughs> what if it, is your, if it is your birthday? You're like, shut the fuck up. Even if I know he's just saying and it's still cool. You're damn right it's cool. I'm, the, the, these, these words are going through wires. and Think about I want to play your intro. Okay. But, God, I hope I didn't say your name wrong to Lynn. Well, you probably did. Sorry. You know, it's like, it's, uh, it, it's, uh, I spent half my life sweating in fear that I'm going to get somebody's name wrong. It's yeah. very, very scary. Um, That's better than just forgetting somebody completely, which I, how many times a week do you reintroduce yourself to people? I, let me tell you something. We've talked about this on the show a lot. <laughs> um, I only get it confused when it's Brendan. Brend, what did I say before? Uh, Brandon is usually that's the go-to. Brandon, but it's Brendan. Brendan, yeah, yeah, it's Brendan. So if it's Brendan, Brandon, or Craig, Greg, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of them like that where I yeah. start just sweating profusely, uh-huh. and of course, there's always not anymore the uh, being scared shitless of uh, not knowing the uh, the scars uh, apart. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, couldn't be the nice, the always positive, supportive, They're nice. The best. And it, they really are yeah. consistently just always you feel like they're supportive and they like they like the camaraderie between other comedians. Early on, I couldn't tell the difference. Mm-hmm. They couldn't be n- nicer about it. Yeah. Uh, and when you said, how many times do I reintroduce myself? I reintroduce myself always. I don't yeah. care if I had a three hour conversation with someone. I reintroduce myself because you know what? Saying you met me ten times yeah. isn't going to help me. Right, yeah, right. yeah. What, 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 do you forget a lot? People? I do it, it. It happens, and I feel like the biggest turd every time I do it. Where you know you're yeah, just like, in a social setting mm-hmm. after a show or something, mm-hmm. and then and there's somebody you're like, oh, I don't think I know this person. I'm always I, I introduce myself to people, and uh, yeah, I'll be like, oh, hey, I'm Brendan. I don't think we've met. And and like, they go, yeah, no, we I, met. I met you last times. night. You were, I met you at the bar. Night yeah. at the oh. bar at the Improv. And oh, like, I see oh, what I'm, you're saying. And that where you just you, you, some people just aren't memorable. Well, it's or not, you meet a hundred <laughs> people. Well, it is true. Like some people are just kind of like they look like everyone else. They're not. Or, or you feel like you have a kind of one or two random conversations with somebody. Yeah, and then and then they go, oh, I met you. I don't know. I at well, the improv bar after a show, it's like, oh, well, I had a few in me. I talked to 100 people that night. Yeah. And also, uh, it, I don't think it's us trying to be show busy because I say I defend bartenders. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been, in, you know, over the years, especially when I was younger and I would go to bars more and my friend would go, I tipped that bartender 30 bucks last night. I can't believe he doesn't remember, really. yeah. remember me. Well, he fucking doesn't. 
Yeah, and yeah. I guarantee you it's not because of anything, especially when it's a bartender, because how cool is it yeah. to want to remember people's names? You just meet a lot of people as a bartender. Yeah. You just reintroduce yourself. And you know what? Then slowly he'll start to... Yeah, because yeah. once you put the fear of death into somebody with their name, mm-hmm. they're going to forget you. I've had it happen where someone did it once, and I remember thinking, oh, I was humiliated. I didn't walk away angry at the other person, yeah. really. I walked away humiliated thinking, oh, that's blah, blah, blah's wife. Fuck. Uh, I know. It's I the worst. Yeah. So anyway, there we go. You know, the trick has, I figured it out. I had kind of the same problem. Write it on their head in magic marker. Don't say, <laughs> don't, don't introduce yourself. Just say hi. Oh, well, no, the, yeah, I'm becoming a master of uh, the, hey, good to see yeah. you. It's got to stay ambiguous. Kind of, oh, yeah, ambiguous. Yeah. But I do, I, it just takes a few meetings sometimes. Like, if it's somebody, if you're not a comedian, and you're just not somebody who's in my everyday life, yeah. if you're just somebody I see every, like, m- month and a half after a show at a place, like... Mm-hmm. I, and by the way, let me say this, people that have been on... I, when I say this, I, we've talked about this before, so I should probably keep this short, but I've been on both ends of it. I'm not saying it in the, mm-hmm. in the, in the, in the gross way of I forget people. I've been forgotten. Oh, yeah. I've been forgotten many times, and I'm always very gentle to the other person. I'm yeah. just like, don't worry about it. Do not worry about it. I've been there. I try to comfort I cut them. it off at the pass, where I will, even there, if it's somebody I've met a bunch of times, and it's like, well, they... You know they're kind of famous or whatever. I'll just go. Oh, hey, Brendan. I don't know. Yeah, we, we've met. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it takes that initial. It takes the load off them. It's a kind thing to do, right? Because right. now they're not going to be sweating. Like I know I met this guy, but I don't remember his name. And I met. He's, I, he's so good looking, <laughs> and he's so funny. Um, so I wrote you a, an intro. I like to write the intros. Uh-huh. Now I think we should roll it in. I really like to enjoy these. So if everybody wants to just. Chris, you know, I'm worried about you biting your fingernails like that. You do? He always gets nervous when he, he's a big fan of yours. And oh, he, well, and, yeah, right, and he yeah. plays the intro. All right. Yeah. Now we're talking. Um, so, uh, Chris, uh, did we say, I don't know why I always feel settled when I say hi to everybody, even in here. Chris, uh, Mikey's here, Katie, Daniel, and everybody's here. Brendan is here. I'm here. Brendan Walsh. Okay, what do we have for him? Start spreading the news. I like it. He's made it today. You crank it up a little? Yeah, Brendan Walsh is here tonight on the Todd Glass Show. Uh. Yeah, that son of a bitch. <laughs> well, no. He's waltzed on in here. Right. Now he stepped right into the fun yes. on the Todd Glass Show. Oh. Yeah, he's gonna make some funny cracks and some funny remarks. Remember, it's just about rhyming. Yeah. Don't don't get Todd caught up. We'll sit back and laugh. Yeah, so will the crew. He's finally here. We have waited patiently. We even waited a little overtime. Oh, no, this but is all then he not factually accurate. The stairs Doesn't have to be. Saw his face. That's true. That happened like half hour ago. Yeah. And now Brendan Walsh is here on a time glass show. Oh, Brendan Walsh is F. Better go bigger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
never ends. I like the long intros. It was, I think it was more about your show. And the guy called me a son of a bitch. You don't do that. He meant it affectionately. It's son of a bitch is here. You did get that, right? The son of a bitch is here. I just, I heard, I heard somebody calling me a son of a bitch. But didn't you ever not see a friend in a long time? You go, you son of a bitch. It means it's a term of endearment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, Jesus. You know what? Uh, You would not have been friends with John Wayne. I feel like that's how he, uh. Called a lot of his people. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah. Well, I do have something else for you if you say. <laughs> Wait, there's another? It's nice and simple. Daniel, I got one for you. One. You know, I never oh, do really one for you. Like, if say something like, uh, say something like the end of something and then play them out on it. Uh, and then uh, that's when the lady walked in. <laughs> <laughs> There we go. You should do theme songs for everybody in the room, and that could be your whole podcast. (laughs) I'd be be thrilled. We're we're getting there. I thought about doing one. Next week, we have a surprise theme or a parody. I'm not allowed. There's one person that said, "Don't get mad at people when they." I, you know, it's 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 crazy how sensitive it is. I know you told me beforehand, but no, you know what? I want you to be comfortable. I am. I am. I'm just. I'm no, living no. in fear of touching the mic face. Shh, that's getting edited out. <laughs> I'll never let the listeners hear that you're scared. <laughs> this will be the most comforting experience you'll ever have. Would you like a? a are are you cold, nervous, and scared? Then welcome that- to the Todd Glass Show. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm comfortable. <laughs> okay, comfortable, uh, relaxed, and you, uh, not in fear. I forgot that before uh, when you were coming in today, I was talking to Katie, and she reminded me of something you did, which I've mm-hmm. probably told a hundred people because it's such a great prank. <laughs> because who would ever fucking think to do this one okay. prank? So I'll tell you what it is. I hope I get it right. Yeah. I think uh, the fact that you put a Whole Foods uh, coming soon sign somewhere, yeah, right? Too. Someone would think where. Uh, in front, uh, 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 am I right that something it, closed it's down? A circuit, there's a vacant Circuit City in Silver Lake that's been mm-hmm. it's been vacant for three, four years. Mm-hmm. And when when the reason I know that's such a good prank is when Whole Foods is going to open up somewhere, mm-hmm. it excites the fucking neighborhood. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One because Whole Foods is going there, and usually two, it means that whole shit corner is going to get cleaned up. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it's like when Starb. So the fact that you would think that's such a subtle thing to do. Yeah, I know. To put, so you go. What do you do? You just make it on your computer, and then you when, go blow it up. Yeah, went made it on my computer. Went to a, a banner store. Did you? Can I ask questions? Yeah. Did you? Look at other signs and, ma- and copied it and made it look as official as possible? No, I mean, I just got the logo okay. and then wrote, you know, in Photoshop, coming soon. And then it said, coming soon up top. And um, and then the Whole Foods logo and then Silver Lake, which I learned after that that Silver Lake is Do you have it on your phone? Two words. I have a photograph of it on my phone. Well, the thing is, no one's looking for it. So you're very safe, even if you didn't use their logo. You could, you mm-hmm. know, you could. Yeah. So it's, and you, so someone said they wrote an article. Like, wasn't it like. There were a bunch of blogs and, uh, yeah, a bunch of food blogs and stuff. We can put this up online. Yeah, I can email it to you. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt that for a second. No, why would you? <laughs> yeah, it looks totally official. Yeah. And I, we got two of them made. Tall John helped me with it. Oh, uh, you serious? Yeah, yeah. And, I wanted uh, to do it right. so bad, 
at over here because Circuit City right next to us closed yeah. down. And I thought, oh, yeah. and I thought, a, and someone told me Whole Foods might open there. So once yeah. then, when they said you did that, I'm like, what is? We what could a, do it to this one too. So so what happened? They so opened you, up a. Let me. Here's the disappointment. Talk about from Whole Foods. Then guess what opened up there? It's already opened. Where? Whole Foods. I heard Whole Foods might open up. The Circuit City closed uh-huh. down. I, that's what I heard. Whole Foods. I think people, every time something closes down, people go, Whole Foods. I heard Whole yeah, Foods yeah. is going to go up. Yeah. Guess what? Couldn't be any more anticlimactic. Uh, Fucking Ross. Oh, oh, Ross Dress for Less. <laughs> yeah, Ross. Even though I've gone, well, I've gone there occasionally and get some good, you know, uh, like knickknacks there. Or, <laughs> but the clothes, uh, unless you're extra, extra, extra large, it's really, there's not a lot to, there's slim pickings. <laughs> anyway, so 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 all of a sudden people started talking about it. There was it was it was amazing how immediate it was. Where we went and did it at, I you know I don't know eleven in the morning or something. Mm-hmm. It was over Labor Day weekend too, which was intentional because I knew it would be an extra day. Mm-hmm. Like they wouldn't be able to get in touch with anybody at Whole Foods till Tuesday, so we did it on like you know Friday, and. um or maybe it was Saturday morning. Either way, before by the time we got to breakfast, like me and Tall John, a few people came uh, just to like hang out and watch and help. Uh, Kyle Dunnigan took some pictures, and then we went and and had breakfast. Me and Kyle and uh, and uh, yeah. Either way, so um, don't mention Kyle Dunnigan on the show. He's dead to me. Oh, that's I forgot about your thing with him. <laughs> I'm um, just kidding. <laughs> It's fun to say people are dead to you, even if they are dead. We talked about that on the show. Elvis Presley is dead to me. He well, is. Well, he's, he's dead, dead for to real. everybody. No, he's, well, he's dead to me twice because he died two years before he died. And then when he really died, of course. Uh, so you. Uh, so by the time we got to breakfast, Twitter was already. It was going crazy. It's a high traffic area, and everybody that saw it in that neighborhood got really excited. It's just such a weird thing for you it's to so think weird. of. Like, you're sitting around. But it's my favorite. That's my favorite. Thing. That's like, my there favorite like form that? of humor is to just confuse and annoy people. Like there's nothing <laughs> like, you know, that somebody laughing. It's like that's satisfying. But what's more satisfying is just somebody like making a face like. But why? Why would they do that? How, what type of joy could they get out of that? And that's uh, the, the that's, joy. It's like because people don't know what to fucking think. You're in essence not disagreeing with those people. You're yeah. going. You're right. It's very subtle. The joy, uh, but it's there. Your yeah. confusion is my joy. That's what it is. Yeah. It's. It's. It's just a gen- like I don't know. I don't know where it comes from, but. Hey, so, so, so wait, hold on. was there more from from Twitter? And then- so Twitter, it was uh, there were a lot of people getting very excited on Twitter. And then there was a this uh, L.A.ist blog uh, mm-hmm. wrote a thing about it. And then another like East Side food blog. There were a lot of blogs mm-hmm. that were picking it up. And then it was nice to watch the arc of it where everybody's very excited. Everybody's very excited. And then one of the blogs, I think it was the L.A.ist one just said somebody just told us this might be a prank uh. <laughs> and then all the uh then all the comments and stuff were what kind of, why would they do that who would do that like yeah. that doesn't make sense there're banners and time like nobody's going to do that and then it, it it was just fun to watch the shift of everybody being very excited and then like why would this be a prank and then that tuesday do you remember the, when the the poster first got taken down? Were you watching every day? Was there a day when you went, ah, it got taken down? I knew it was going to be gone on Tuesday. I, I it I drove by the you know the first business day after Labor Day weekend, and it was I was gone by eleven. Oh. The Whole Foods where I, I go- and we used cable, and so like I made it difficult to 
Like it wasn't just zip ties. Like they had to get like. Uh, well, I guess they could just cut the banner. Were you nervous putting it up? <laughs> no, we did it broad daylight. Cops were driving past us. Why again? Why? What yeah, are who's, we? Who's going to yeah, question two grown men? Yeah, putting up a Whole Foods. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hold on, Bob. That looked a little fishy. I <laughs> yeah, did the old fashioned. Whole Foods authorized. Let's yeah. see some ID. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I got this one. And I was doing it broad daylight with Tall John, who's seven feet tall. So it's like we were fucking the most obvious. I go to the Whole Foods once in a while up on Fairfax. I don't yeah. go that often because... Uh, well, bragging a little? Well, yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Um, but <laughs> I, I, everybody's dying in that... Ho- hey, you know what? Maybe I do it too. I hope I don't. Because they mm-hmm. say you hate or dislike in others what you see in yourself. Yeah, yeah. And, you know... If that's, Good-looking people. That's I hate. They, no, Good-looking every, people. Everybody wants to look at everybody so fucking bad yeah but nobody will look at anybody there's definitely you don't think it's like that there there's a i just get the feeling at that whole foods it's a very like i don't know maybe it's I, west hollywood whole foods i say hi to people like when i walk by i definitely feel it there you know mm-hmm. i i had told that to my sister-in-law about whole foods and she goes i don't notice it at mine and when i was in philly i went to whole foods with her and i definitely yeah. felt a different a different energy there the one like, on south street there uh, no, no, she lives in the suburbs, Newtown, Newtown oh, okay. Square. Look at you, you know you're, you know you're. you're I grew s- up there. Oh, that's right. Where did yeah, you grow yeah. up in Philadelphia? Tacony, Mayfair. Where's that? Northeast Tacony, right over the Tacony Palmyra Bridge. Tacony, I can't even. I can never say that. <laughs> say it again. Tacony, Tacony Palmyra Bridge. Yeah. And then what's the other bridge? There's a bridge that sounds There's like Walt it would be, Whitman. It would sound like a singer. Like it would be a good name for like a like a guy. Hey, everybody, this is. Uh, oh, up in the northeast. No, another bridge there. It's worth thinking about. Hold on, it's called. This is. Hey, give me another bridge. Well, there's Ben Franklin. No. Uh, the Tacony Palmyra, the Walt Whitman. No. Uh, when, once we hit it, like, hey, Betsy Ross. This is the Betsy Ross Bridge. <laughs> well, we'll think no, about it. I think I know you're talking Commodore about. Barry. Commodore Barry. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> hey, everybody, this is Commodore Barry. I'll be right back. It's, like, it's a bridge, but it also could Where be a person. Where is that one? I don't know, but I know it's take the Commodore Barry Bridge. Yeah, yeah, I never took it. I don't think I've ever Who been on the Commodore, Commodore Barry. I don't know. Somebody Google it. I bet he's uh, some kind of, you know, army guy or something. A commodore? <laughs> you don't think he was one of the Commodores? He's, he's one of the four tops. <laughs> right, so we got that. You're pr- See this? This is a post-it now? Uh-huh. Maybe even listeners out. can call in and or, or, or not call in because we don't have a phone. <laughs> I wish we did. <laughs> oh, I wish we had a phone. That's all I want. Oh, maybe Hello? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. You're on the air with Brendan Walsh. Go ahead. Yes. Hello, Brendan. Uh, yes. Um. Yes, I'm funny that you're so uh, upset about when someone um, said your name wrong. I live in the area where you put that poster up, mm-hmm. and I'll tell you what, that wasn't appreciated. Oh, well, I'm sorry, ma'am. I, um, what's that have to do with the pronunciation of my name, though? Well... So you think I deserve having my name mispronounced I, because I put a gerbil in your condom? Howard Stern. <laughs> All right. Oh, wait. Oh. <laughs> All right. They do that. I don't even care. I'm a huge fan of Howard Stern. So I got. We have a few <laughs> clips we're going to play, and that will evoke conversation. Is that All the right, right word? Sure. If that's what you're trying to do. I want to do. <laughs> is that what your Is that what your show's about? God damn it. Um. So we'll. Uh, I want to play. We'll, we'll, you have a few, right, Daniel? Well, yeah, I mean, I like clips. it. I love clips. Yeah, I love clips. But I found one of uh, George Carlin, or did you find the one of George Carlin? Well, it doesn't matter. It's, it's, it was on the internet. <laughs> we don't have to. It got found. <laughs> you know what, though? If you found it, I want to give you credit. Sure. Did you find it? Yes. Uh, this better be fucking good, then. Yeah, exactly. I put all the pressure yeah. on you. Um, um, I love this? that this is uh, just. 
That, that, you know, I don't know what year this is, but George Carlin was probably big and in a theater. And so, wh- who's this uh, is a heckler? George Carlin? He's just shutting up a heckler. A musician guy or something? Oh, no, you don't know who George Carlin is? No. Oh, oh the uh, Parliament Funkadelic guy. No, 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 no. no, no. Are you no. serious? Yeah. You swear to God you're serious. Yeah, stack of Bibles. You don't know who George Carlin is? It sounds familiar. I know he's Brendan, uh, it, oh, doesn't, kind of it doesn't bode well for you, you know, for your comedy credentials. Brendan, how could you oh, not know? Oh, is he a booker? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Chris. <laughs> With the All right, so he's a booker. <laughs> That's all you can think. What would be the worst mistake I could make? Who could George Carlin be that would really be where I'd go, God, oh, a fuck. <laughs> A booker. Um, so I just love that at this point in his career, you know, I always, I remember once going to see uh, Rodney Dangerfield when I was like 15 and he mm. got heckled. And I didn't really think anything of it until later when I did comedy. I went, yeah, that was like a 3,000 seat theater and Rodney still had to deal with fucking hecklers. Yeah. Um, and the heckler was your dad. Which made <laughs> Hello. Did I, um, uh, can I, there was an article about comedy in the New York Times magazine this morning. Um, and the guy told the story about going to see Henny Youngman in the 90s. This is toward the end of his career, obviously. His life. Right, yeah, I don't know yeah. why I had to say that. But it was the late 90s, and he was sitting next to him, and, he, and Henny Youngman was watching his opening act doing crowd work. And he was just you know, so disgusted. And, uh, and he goes, Ugh, where are you from? Where are you from? Who cares? They paid to see you. Do your jokes. <laughs> I think I love Henny Youngman. Isn't that great? Oh, and by great. the way, by the way. Uh, well, we don't need to talk about that. When, when I, I go on the road, I'm not talking. It depends how long you've been doing comedy. If somebody's been doing comedy one year or two years or whatever it is, yeah. very in the early stages, there's not a mistake I didn't make. So yeah. I'm going to be very sympathetic to someone else and more helping than, you know, being uh, criticizing somebody. Right. But when you're working with someone that's been doing comedy for a long enough time to know better. Mm-hmm. It is frustrating when they're asking too many questions to the audience because it's oh, yeah. like, you know, like, and, and I used to say, don't ask questions. And then they would go, no, I don't ask questions. And then they would just say, like, I don't talk to the audience, they would say. Oh. But they would pull I don't do the, crowd work. I don't do crowd work, but they don't think it's crowd work to go, hey, how many people have been to Target? I heard a comedian once say, <laughs> who's having a birthday? Everybody! Yeah, yeah. Everybody in the fucking room's having a birthday! <laughs> <laughs> Who's celebrating anything? Everybody! Ugh, it's that the one worst. Did, that one. So anyway, this is George Carlin. <laughs> this is George. Hey, or after this, mm-hmm. oh, we got another hot topic. Oh, this is George Carlin dealing with a heckler. I just, uh, I just love it. Somehow, Pope Corky the First doesn't command a lot of authority. Now, would somebody just put a dick in that guy's mouth, please? Because that's what he wants. <laughs> He's a cocksucker in disguise. He's got his mouth open because he wants someone to come in it. Oh, now, do you want to keep making noise, motherfucker, and we can find you that way? Or are you just a punk, coward, asshole, bullshit, loud motherfucker, and you're going to shut up now so we don't find out where the fuck you're sitting? Because if you keep it up, we'll grab your ass and throw you on the fucking street where you belong with your mother. And I'm fucking her in the asshole every night anyway. Jeez. So fuck you and your sister and your wife. If you got a kid, I hope your fucking kid dies in a car fire. How do you like that, you stupid cocksucker? Shut the fuck up and get the fuck out of here. You know, I just, see, 
I love to see that he gets that frustrated because it's like, well, not much changes, right? Yeah. Did they do? It just uh, never ends. What? It never ends. It. I mean, obviously, I try to be a positive. Not obviously, I try to be a positive person. But yeah, there is a part of that that goes. I guess it never does. It never does end. You know. Yeah. No. You. I mean. Yeah. Obviously, you get as your career gets larger and more people are there to see specifically you, mm-hmm. and you're doing theaters and stuff. Like, yeah, you're not getting just random drunk people that got cold called by the club and right, you right. got free tickets. But there's still going to be like, yeah, where he wasn't he wasn't at like fucking, you know, uh, side splitters in Tampa when that right, happened. Right. He was like that was probably in a yeah, 1500, 3000 seat theater side splitters. Have you been there? Not in a long time. Ugh, gross. <laughs> yeah. 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 Is the market Tampa. I don't anymore. No. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. all I have to say. If they asked me to do a commercial for side splitters, you don't want to work it again. I no, assume. no. And if if this got back to him, I wish. Here's how I I think it's a nice way to be insulting somebody. Mm-hmm. I wish him obviously to be healthy and no pain, and anybody yeah, who yeah. loves to have a happy life. I wish him. No, I'm comedically saying this, but I'm serious about what I'm saying. I don't wish anybody harm. Yeah, yeah. I don't wish anybody harm. I wish you know that he, happy, healthy. If he has children, I hope that they're healthy and they're happy because that's so important. But uh, as far as your club goes, close it. <laughs> close the shithole. Well, you know, it's, anyway, you don't have to. Cl- I mean, people <laughs> like to go there, I guess. No, they but, don't. Yeah. They don't know. Any don't know. No, no one likes to go awful. there. I talk. I talk to a lot of people. Nobody likes to go there. Except pull the idiots. I, only idiots. After the show, people go. I go. Do you like coming here? They go. I like to come here. That's the only type of people that like going there anyway. But <laughs> that'll get edited. No, it won't get edited out. So you um, edit it in again. Edit. Make it happen twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instead loop of editing it, things out, it. yeah, you just you, you get an edit and then you put it back. You put it in there again. That's how, That's the week for me. Edit it out, Katie. Edit it in. <laughs> uh, edit it out again. Uh, edit it in. Um. So, Daniel, what, give me some clips. I I love clips because uh, I don't know why. I just love I love rolling in clips. It gives gets me gets my goat. Well, Al Franken. Uh, I have a couple of Al Franken clips. I love Al Franken. I don't know if you're a fan. Uh, I'm Again, never heard of him. <laughs> no, you've heard of Al Come on. Yeah. They, they, I know. They, uh, yeah. Right. Are you, are uh, you, to George Carlin, do you know what that means when we say it on the show? To George Carlin? Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, Katie. You said he knew what to George Carlin meant. No, it means, uh, I don't, I don't say thank, to, like, I swear to God. I'll just say to George Carlin, it's a trust between the audience. Because oh. sometimes you really need them to believe you on something, and it really yeah, is yeah. A, a good, safe word to genuinely have. So, uh, to George Carlin, you obviously know who Al Franken is, obviously. Right. Uh, right. Are you a fan? Or It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. But uh, it doesn't really matter. You know why I say that? Because I can smell, Brendan, that you're going to fucking tell us you're not. You know, I can I smell it from a fucking mile away that you're not gonna. Are I you gonna be books. a no? Are you gonna be one? Are you gonna be a no and maybe guy today? No. Yeah, Here, yeah, here's no, what no. you know. When his books, I you know, I, I might agree with you on his book, but I love what I love about him is that he was just another liberal who was you know had all these ideas and criticizing everybody on the other side, but then he oh, definitely put his money where his mouth is, and he got elected, and he went to Congress or Senate. Yeah. And, and and he's really doing it. I think he's really doing it. And here are some clips. Well, here here's why I like. Uh, and and uh, by the way, it's all safe here. Mm-hmm. I hope I didn't. I hope I didn't come off harsh. Well, because you are my friend, and I do imagine? love you. Let's play you, some meditation yeah. music in the background. I think we need to have a. Can we have meditation music with really? the George Carlin <laughs> rant on top of it? Well, you know what's. 
You know, it's funny you say that, Brandon, because Eddie Pepitone was here last week, and he's very in the meditation, but he also has a temper. Yeah. So we just pictured him driving around in his car, <laughs> like, you know, with all the music playing, and he's still, like, just driving around going, Get out of my way! I'm on medication! <laughs> Ohm. Ohm! Yeah. Ohm! Oh, yeah, even getting mad at the chant yeah, yeah, itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking Ohm! When is this Ohm going to do something for me? Circular breathing, my ass! <laughs> I've been circular breathing, and it's not bringing me any clarity at all. Ohm! Fuck Ohm! I need a word that will bring calm to my soul! My soul is having a goddamn nervous breakdown! Sorry, there we go. <laughs> I love that. What, what did you? What was the word I stole from you? <laughs> the uh, you said your uh, your circular uh, oh, breathing. Your circular breathing is that a is that a meditation? I think character? that's a meditation. Yeah, Sounds you try about, to get yeah. it going like to where something. Stop. Back to the show. See what happens when I don't smoke in the beginning part of the show. I have clarity like a motherfucker. Um, uh, so, 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 so yeah. Guy. Let me just. So what I like about listening to some of the Al Franken uh, clips. Um, is that usually when two people uh, debate something, most people, if you like, let's say you like, um, uh, you know, Bill O'Reilly and then somebody else is arguing with him. Whoever likes John Stewart is going, man, John Stewart, really? Boom. Yeah. And yeah. The people like Bill O'Reilly. I get it. I get it. Yeah. Most of the time, that's just the way it is. You have to, it has to be very so or when two people get into an argument, they both leave and feel they both won. I feel like sometimes when Al Franken takes someone on. They walk away. Now, I'm not saying he changed their view always, mm-hmm. but they feel like they got the fucking shit punched out of them. Yeah. Like, that comedic ability to, pr- to, to, to make a point. You know, to- you, you know like, when you, I don't know how, if you ever watch congressional hearings. I do. And sometimes you'll, you'll just get the feeling of, okay, this, the senator, whoever it is, they have to ask questions. That's yeah. their job. And then this person comes in, and they have to say, you know, their things, whatever they say. They, that, you know, and they don't necessarily have to answer the questions. No one's really there going, you didn't – like, the, no one ever asked the second question. and goes, you know what, that's not true or whatever. So, like, people – and then they walk away, and you never feel satisfied. Like, well, there's like, never, like, debates and stuff these days. Nobody's right, saying like, true, anything. Right. Like, nobody's calling anybody on their bullshit ever. Right. Well, that's why I said a good debate would exactly. be – if a good debate would be, uh, it could be uh, where they take one topic mm-hmm. and they debate it for an hour. Because it, when someone doesn't answer, at one point you have to go, well, we got to move on. I can't keep saying, even as yeah. the interviewer, you still haven't answered that question. Yeah. Wouldn't it be great to watch them just for one hour? Just They can't change topics. They just right. got to go boom, boom, boom. But anyway, you have, so what, anyway, what so is this? So I have a couple of things on Al Franken. Uh, one of them, um, it was a congressional testimony. Uh, this group focused on the family, and their their whole thing is like very Christian and uh, very you know against gay rights. Oh, right, come on, you're not going to bring gay, that gay rhetoric. adoption. Ugh. So this is them. They were lobbying uh, against gay adoption. And they were citing a report. So is this is for people who want to adopt gay kids. This is for people who, yes, yeah, straight people who want to adopt gay-only kids. <laughs> and straighten them up. Yeah, straighten them up. <laughs> These Whoa. are tits, son. Imagine that you're the most <laughs> twisted, uh, evil person in the world, but you think you're doing a good thing. Yeah, yeah, we're yeah, going to yeah. do it. God, adopt gay children. We do a lot for charity. Yeah, yeah, yeah we're, we're helping. So roll this. So they're against, uh, <laughs> and they they use and, and they some, cite a report, and it's very they cite a report, but they tilt their own. Yeah, it's very self-explanatory. Lyle. Okay, go ahead, Mr. Minery. On page eight of your written testimony, you write, "quote 
children living in their own married biological or adoptive mothers uh, with their own married biological and or adoptive mothers and fathers were generally healthier and happier, had better access to health care, less likely to suffer mild or severe emotional problems, did better in school, were protected from physical, emotional, and sexual abuse, and almost never live in poverty compared with children in any other family form. You cite a, um, uh, a Department of Health and Human Services study that I have uh, right here from December 2010 to support this conclusion. I checked the study out. I would like to enter it into the record, if I may. And it actually doesn't say what you said it says. It says that nuclear families, not opposite-sex married families, are associated with those positive outcomes. Isn't it true, Mr. Minery, that a married same-sex couple that has had or adopted kids would fall under the definition of a nuclear family in the study that you cite? I would think that the study, when it cites nuclear families, would mean a family headed by a husband and wife. It doesn't. Uh, the study defines a nuclear family as one or more children living with two parents who are married to one another and are each biological or adoptive parents to all the children in the family. And I frankly don't really know how we can trust the rest of your testimony if you are reading studies these ways. How great was that? <laughs> I think that's brilliant. I mean, I, you know, look, obviously, you know, when, when these issues come across the table now, I'm because, you know, I'm being honest about who I am. It has nothing to do with that at all. It doesn't. Of course, I'm not like uh, it's just like what, what cracks me up about that is what do we talk about? I hope I can get this crystal clear. What do we talk about? There's two types of advancements in the world. There's sociological Right. Advancements and then there's... Technological advancements? Yeah, and I feel like in, when it comes to tech, technical things like computers and the, the advancements of cars, mm -hmm. we're, we're pretty far along because thank God the people that do that don't use the mindset that people like that do. They have a thought in their head. Mm -hmm. And even if all the facts argue that, they hold on to it with dear life. Yeah. Because if that study's right, and if Al Franken made sense to that guy, and he really didn't care about being right, he didn't give a fuck about being right. right. He just wanted things to be right, like a scientist would, trying to cure a disease. He doesn't give a fuck. A scientist, if he thought, I could cure this disease if I did this and that, and then this and that didn't work, he doesn't give a fuck what he thought. He wants to cure a disease. So in this case, here's a guy probably just uncomfortable with a guy and a guy or a girl and a girl, even though science will tell him he's wrong if he is wrong, he's got to change his belief. And sometimes changing your belief blows. It's yeah. hard to do. Yeah. So he would rather hold on to an archaic belief as opposed to going, hey, am I wrong here? Because I don't give a fuck if I'm wrong. I'll, I'll change. Yeah. And that study that he's referencing, that's the difference. That study that he's referencing, no one made him read that study. He's referencing that study. So 
Al Franken has every right to shove that study in his face. He's well, referencing. He, he has to reference a study for it to be legitimate, and he and whatever he references won't have the evidence that he's trying to come up with. So he has to kind of tilt the truth a little bit. Yeah, that happens a lot when you're trying to support a. Not to make this religious, but that happens a lot when you're trying to you know blend in your religious beliefs with with political beliefs. You kind of have to oh, fudge problem. some facts. Yeah, yeah, no, for it's it to insane. Fit. It's insane. I'm not a religion hater. Like I, you know, whatever you need, I don't, and I, I don't claim to know what's going on. Like, who knows? Maybe the Bible's all, maybe that's a hundred percent factual, but I don't. Well, you don't I, believe you can't. Well, say obviously that. I'm a rational human being, but like, I, I can't know, I say like, mean. I can't say like, oh, that's all bullshit because who knows what's happening. You don't want to, you don't want to mirror the behavior that's upsetting to you. Right. You, you're saying, I'm not sure. So you I, I, yeah, I believe it or not. Yeah. Even though because of some things I might have said on the show, I'm not a religion hater, too. I just, you know, I, I just because uh, I don't want to mirror it. I'm not sure is all I'm saying. But, you know, but it's a problem when people start using it as a tool. And it's and it is, you know, however it sounds, it's that's, you know, with all these like crazy Republican and I political parties, I don't give a shit about either. But, you know, these Republicans are fucking insane. Like the fact that Rick Santorum. And uh, the Sarah Palin and that Michelle Bachman, like that these people are taken seriously for a second horrifies me. Mm -hmm. And it's all because it's because they realize that people who are super religious are easy to manipulate. And it's just like if if people are going to like buy into this book and and go, well, you know, I can't fucking do this because then I'm going to then this will happen. Those people, it's 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 easy to use that as a tool to control them, and that's that's where the problem is. It's like you know, go believe in whatever you want, and if you you know you got to hate people because you're your religion, that's fine. But just I don't just go do your thing. It shouldn't be part of like the rest of rational society. We shouldn't we shouldn't yeah like be dealing you, with it. You can't be in charge. I've said this to you before. Like you can't be in charge of me. When we fundamentally disagree on something this big, like if you're a president and you really are that religious, you don't really care about the planet that much to you. This is just a waiting room until you get to the after party that lasts forever in heaven, and that's going to be great. Yeah. Like, I, well, I don't believe in that. To me, like this is it. The planet is the only thing that's ever going to happen to me. So why don't why don't we do the best we can to take care of it? And a lot well, of just rational people, leadership would be yeah, a nice right. change of pace. You know, I thought about something because I am with you, even though uh, some of my past you know comments might have people go, well, no, Todd is a religion hater. No, I get we have people that listen to the show that mm-hmm. probably believe in God or whatever, and I don't want to like. So I for some I was driving down the street the other day, and for some reason I hit it from another angle because you know you can't sit in a room and go oh, I believe in God I don't nothing ever comes out if, yeah. you're, if you really believe you're not going to change your mind if you really don't believe you're probably not going to change your mind um, but I thought about something and I and I I wish I would like it's almost like a good experiment to do to go into the next argument I'll never do this but it's just a <laughs> hypothetical as you're religious you are religious you do believe in God. Mm-hmm. But tell people, and this mostly goes to the people that say, "I'm," especially the holy rollers, yeah, the holy brothers that say, "I am." I absolutely have spoke to the man upstairs, mm-hmm. and to anybody like that, or even not the holy rollers, even someone that goes to church every Sunday and goes, "No, no, there's no doubt in my mind," but they have a, a huge house and a Lexus, and I know this is brought up before, but I'm hoping I'm hitting it from a little different angle. I wish I was just PR, not even saying there's no God, going, "Oh, I believe there's a God too." Yeah. 
but you guys have got to stop. Now, I'm not saying because you've had an experience with someone upstairs. Can you imagine if you really did? In other words, what I'm saying is those people are their worst enemy. They think that other people are arguing against religion. You people are fucking yourselves so bad more than anybody else could. Because if you had an experience with someone upstairs, not thought you did, you're 100% positive you spoke to an entity upstairs, Uh a man do you realize how little materialistic things would mean to you if yeah. you truly did that? Now, would you still want shade? Yes. Would you still want food? Yes. Could you still have a car? Yes. Mm-hmm. But there's no fucking way that you'd need a, a mansion. Bo- a boat tower, right? You that would need all that stuff. So it's like I feel like saying to those people going, hey, come here. I believe in the God too, but you you got to stop buying all that all crap. <laughs> you can't have churches that are twenty million dollars, forty million, you know, whatever yeah, yeah. they are. Come here, you got to stop that. I'm the new PR guy for religion, and yeah. then they go, "What do you mean?" Well, look, don't don't rattle off part of the Bible, please. It yeah. says God uh, wants riches to be. Just I'm talking to you as a person. Yeah. I'm trying to help you. Yeah. I am trying to fucking help you. I want more people to believe that you really did speak to someone upstairs. Yeah. You got to stop buying shit. Yeah. You look phony. And then they would never stop buying shit because I think a lot of them are phony. I well, respect charlatans, more, yeah. Yeah. I respect more people that take a vow to God, even though I'm not sure what I think, that, well, you know, like monks or people that really do give a vow of, you know, they don't care about anything materialistic. At least they have follow through. But the ones on TV, you know, are the people that, you know, have like, you know, it's like, there's no way. You're, you're the one claiming you had this connection. I, for some reason, to repeat that is cathartic for me to go, you spoke to someone upstairs. Well, like Pat Robertson, doesn't he yeah, say all he those talks guys. to God and Yeah, shit? they're not saying they're pretty sure they have or they have a feeling. They yeah. spoke to him. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's but they're, rip- they're just they're con men. I mean, there's, I, I don't yeah. believe for a second that any of those guys believe the shit that they're saying. And, and, but the, re, the, the slant I took it from the other way is they're not a con man. They're not being exposed for being a con man because of what you say or what I fucking mm. say. They're their worst enemy. Yeah. You can't keep buying shit. You spoke to some – can I tell you, if I spoke to someone upstairs, if I really did, if one day it happened – I don't know if I'd give a fuck about Alexis the next day. No, it would change everything. It would. Again, you'd still want shade. You'd still want water. But you realize after the bare necessities that everything else is probably pretty good to give back to the earth well, yeah, or the world yeah. or starving children. So it's like going, don't worry about, you know, they're all so upset with Bill Maher or his movie or, or mm-hmm. something that might come out of my mouth. Don't. That's not your biggest problem. Yeah. You're your fucking biggest problem. The reason the whole world is going, huh, is because of what you did. You don't want to believe that. But let me tell you something. You're your biggest fucking problem. Yeah. Well, that's people that you're just not happy with yourself. Like if you're... You know, like the people who are like just aggressively against gay marriage and uh, like just any kind of any of these like crazy religious like right wing, um, you know, like the Obama haters. And I mean, I guess the gay thing is, is, is a big issue, but it's like, well, you people just aren't happy with yourselves, really. I mean, that's that's what it comes down to uh, when you just spend so much time pointing out everybody else's you know well this is wrong and that's wrong and these people are wrong it's like well just look in the mirror you're you're angry because you don't like yourself and i we all do it you know it's like i'll notice like when i'm like i've been i've been like gaining some weight recently like i've uh, in the like the last month i've gained like 15 pounds so i'm like all fucking i'm all uncomfortable like my weight will fluctuate within that range and uh but i'm like definitely at the at the high end 
And so, like, I'm just, like, not comfortable. Like, you know, do you, like, gain and lose weight? I, I've, I've gained 30 pounds, and I know what you mean. You start- yeah, you're just kind of, like, you don't feel good. And then, like, I've, I notice, like, I start talking more shit about people. I'm like, oh, I saw a comedian last night. I fucking hate that. And it's, like, totally unsolicited. You know, and, I, and I'm like, oh, I'm... Well, not I, happy with myself. You, you know, that's why I'm looking for things to mm-hmm. be angry with. That's a really good point because when you are happy with yourself, now mm-hmm. outside you could be as happy with yourself and still be worried about someone that's being hurt. Mm-hmm. But when your concern is something, two grown adults that are cons- that are doing something mm-hmm. and causing harm to nobody. Yeah, yeah, you, you probably got to look at yourself. Really, is that your cause? You know, no, you know what I mean. Like if you're worried about starving, or just children, be honest, be yeah. honest about it, and go like I. I just fucking hate gay people. That's all. I don't know why. It just fucking makes me sick. Like, it's like these Obama, the, uh, what are they called? The Tea Party people. Just just come out and say you don't like black. Say you're a fucking racist. That's there's, all it there's, is. There's no way you're living the, this fulfilled, intelligent, you know, entertaining life and you're following all your dreams and it's amazing. Mm-hmm. And yet you take the time off to go march against people's rights there's well, me, no way well, by the way that, yeah, yeah. That, that's, that's a really happening. good point because i think you get into that mushy area i always try to think how can i hit it from an angle that might someone go is that true even because you're right why, why is there this is what some of what we're saying is just our opinion i get mm-hmm. it and people have and people that most of our listeners probably in the same area i said area but why is it that most people in the maybe that do poetry or people that write music or people that are tend to, across the board, be more open-minded. Yeah. You know, like when you're spiritually enlightened, it's funny how you don't find people like... uh, um, There's always exceptions. But for the most part, you don't find Bob Dylan. There's no... uh, no, uh, You find Ted Nugent. Yeah, there's no no Bob Dylan out there going, you know, just this horrible thing that about hate about women or hate about Were you just going to try to do a Bob Dylan uh I was. imitation <laughs> and then say something hateful Damn it Daniel you're good I was oh I don't know about two guys getting married but I but I but I stopped but the answer, do it. my friend is not blowing your friend <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, you know what when you say something like that it makes me want to like go to something to give the show that like say that again the answer, my friend, is blowing your friend. We'll take a break, and we'll be back. It's the thought-provoking Todd Glass Show with our guest, Brendan Walsh. The Eastern world, it is exploding, violence flaring, bullets loading. Maybe I should have gone to something uh, happier. You know what, Brendan? I got to apologize to you. I think after that, uh, give me another. Say that again, and we'll go to something else. It's all what you go to. Okay, go give me something Um, like a poignant thing, like you just said, like point something. It could be fake poignant. Oh, fake poignant. Yeah, it could be fake poignant. Well, you know what they say: uh, no matter where you go, there you are, bro. Walking in the sunshine, sing a little sunshine song. <laughs> How would that be so perfect? Daniel, do you want to try one? Why? Do you want to try saying something and then yeah, we'll sure. play that music? Yeah. Go ahead. You know, they say uh, a journey of a thousand miles begins, begins with one step. Walking in the sunshine, sing a little sunshine song. 
You know, I, I've always felt that, uh, you know, don't wait for your ship to come in. Row out and meet it. Walking that, in the sunshine. Is that a saying? <laughs> yeah, I, I read that, that in a book good. once. Yeah, yeah. You know what I say when you go through life? Always over-tip break breakfast waitresses. Walking in the sunshine, saying a little sunshine song. Um, you got one? Uh, I was just thinking, I'd like to, uh, well, I don't know. I just, <laughs> just kind of broke, broke character. You know, there's no, there's no. I like to over tip buffet. Uh, I, I, I leave huge tips for buffet waitresses. Wait, I go to wait. Sizzler fairly regularly. Can I tell you, a, 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 and, and Daniel, you have some more clips, which I want to find out. But when someone mentions Sizzler, I mean, come on. Hey, uh, so first of all, what you mean is like, if you go to Vegas, where there's a buffet, a lot uh, of people don't tip the waiters right, and waitresses. Yeah, yeah. So you, you you're so aware that you're getting at least ten bucks from me. Shake my hand. <laughs> I do the same thing. Do you really? Well, I always tip properly yeah. because it's what somebody should do. Yeah. But there, I just figure I go, oh, you know how many people just eat all that food and someone. Yeah. And you know what? It's like even when they come over and they're overly like, you know, like, uh, hey, can I get you anything? Because they're trying to make a tip. I'm like, I yeah. let them. I go, yeah, yeah, I can oh, get yeah. some water. Sometimes people just leave them at Oh, dollar. sometimes the the more annoying they are, the bigger I'll tip. I was in Austin and went to a super salad. Do they have those? They're yes. everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. And, uh, which is, yeah, it's just like a buffet for six bucks. You just eat a bunch of salad and a, and a shitty slice of pizza. Real quick, though, somebody once at a restaurant asked me if I'll have super salad. I'm not even joking. And I said, I'll have the super salad. <laughs> I thought it was like the super. I like. I fucking love super salad. Yeah. Uh, who doesn't want a super salad? Did uh, they? Did, how did they react? She goes, no, no, it's soup oh, or yeah, salad. Yeah. I was like, oh, I'll I hate take it when the- they they always fall flat with the waitress because they. They're just what, you know they're what, what? they're not they're half listening to you, but they're I no. Was I wasn't the, being uh, silly though. I I really thought she said. Oh, oh, you know how many times <laughs> yeah, 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 heard yeah. that as a joke though? That's like probably yeah, the hackiest oh, thing you can say to a waitress. Well, I hope not. It's like they like like I when the so. waitress Ooh, comes that over. It bothers me that somebody even thought I was making some shit joke. That's probably what she thought. Okay, it's so, like it's like when you go out to eat and uh, and they're like, "Hi, I'm Katie. I'll be your server." And there's always some jerk. Oh, Mike, I'll be your customer. Uh, <laughs> Ugh. I did this at the bright spot uh, like a month ago. They had I went I went there to eat with a few friends and um, and they had like the appetizers are just listed listed as apps. So I, I had the menu and I said to the guy, I said, I'd like to download the nachos app. And the uh, I did like two or three, but said download for each one of them. Uh-huh. Did they pre- he, no, he didn't. He didn't think it was funny. But you I mean, he of, didn't get it. Do you, do you sort of in hindsight go, oh, he's probably so deep, so many bad jokes that even if something. I don't know, that was pretty good. It was kind of. No, no. I'm saying even friends. when a good one comes along. Oh, well, he's they just, just so it turned wasn't off even, to it. He wasn't turned off. It was just like. It just like completely went past him where he's just like, okay, yeah, you want, okay, nachos and then cheese sticks, okay. Okay, now back to the sizzle. Uh, the si- oh, oh, yeah, the super salad. There was a girl who was very, like, she was annoyed, like, every five seconds. Every time I took a sip of my soda, can you more, more, more Diet Coke? And I'm like, no, no, I'm fine, I'm fine. You know, more water, more, like, she came over like a million times. So I left her 20 bucks at the end of the uh, thing. And it was just, I got a kick out of it because I knew I was like, that was just um, rewarding her for like I'm. She's going to be even more annoying for the next person. Well, you know what? Maybe I love you, you uh-huh. for the wrong reason, but I think you're doing a good. No, thing. No, I was doing it because yeah. she's not making. She probably makes eight bucks and, total and, in a day on right. tips. And and I've had the mindset of thinking, all right, relax. But I'd like yeah. to 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 have the clip. 
I like what you're thinking because someone else times are tough for everybody. Yeah. And someone else is out there instead of going, you know what? I'll just be extra nice. I'll really be on oh, top yeah. of it. So what if you know they're working for the tip? Oh, hey, yeah. someone else should be doing that, and they come over and give shit service, especially yeah. in today's today where times oh, are yeah. tough. So you go, you know what? If the worst thing you're doing is working a little too hard, uh, it's good with me, yeah. and I'll take care of you. Well, it's also for myself because I got to a point where I was like, Jesus fucking Christ, just leave me alone. You know, like in my head, I started hating her. But at the end of the day, and then in my then I'm like, you fucking idiot. She's a waitress at a goddamn super so like, fucking right. chill out. Don't. But what I love about Sizzler, a lot of times when I like salad, but there's got to mm-hmm. be a lot in it. Yeah, man. I don't like chopping stuff up. I have very little patience. I like having people over for dinner, but mm-hmm. I don't really like chopping stuff up. Like, you know, I get very impatient. So what I do is I buy like two of like a lot of spinach. Yeah, yeah. I'll go buy like two big bags of spinach. And then I go to the Sizzler. Now, when you get a salad to go, they give you like eight million containers because one's for the bread, one's for the. Oh, and I, I get to go. And then I take chopped up cucumbers like yeah. only someone could chop them up that that's all they do yeah. chopped up radishes chopped up tomato i take blue cheese i just yeah, yeah. load all the chops chopped up stuff okay. the onions the and then i bring it home and i dump it on top there you go oh you know what i just thought of <laughs> on hold on of hold on uh, the two Your bags dog. of spinach <laughs> let me let me let me just finish that sentence one more time. <laughs> so then i go home and i dump all that shit right on top of the two bags of spinach you know, we're gonna we actually are gonna take a little break. We're gonna go to the bathroom and then we got a few more clips, so we'll be right back. Put a smile upon your face as if there's nothing wrong. Thank the good time had Who sings that? George Miller? Bobby Darren? Roger Miller. There you go. Okay, Mikey's taking some good pictures Dennis over Miller. there. <laughs> You're great. I'm proud of you. Chris, I'm proud of you, Katie. I'm proud of you, Mike. Take great pictures. I appreciate you all. You know what? I'm saying that sort of in a, what would you say, it, in a sarcastic tone? Some people Condescending. But, I'm, but, I don't mean it, <laughs> but I don't mean it that way at all. I think it's my way of selling what I really feel in, in, a, in a comedic way, but I really do. I do think, I've said it before in the show, Uncle Frank over Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, that's where this all stemmed from, would mm-hmm. tell his kids. And at his memorial, they, he told uh, all the kids said, my dad would always tell us he was, we were, he was proud of us. Because uh-huh. a lot of parents tell their kids they love them. But if you also tell them you're proud of them, kids want you to be proud of them. And then they'll, they'll try to. I think I, Jimmy said that, at, uh, I think, on his show that Yeah, night. yeah, he did. Did you go to the memorial? I went to the memorial, too. And it did was... you bring, like, headshots and business cards? <laughs> it was a good network situation. He did probably. a set. I did oh, set. you did a set? I was, I was, I, just like you know seven, what? probably though, right? You don't want to do go too long. <laughs> you at sold a, CDs at a afterwards. Oh, you sold merch. Is that wrong? <laughs> no, I no, don't be honest, so. Brendan. Is that uh, wrong? I don't. I think it's no. I think I it's think common. It's smart, common etiquette. You don't. I think it's shrewd. Somebody wrote B R O S E. Hey Todd, don't worry about apologizing for the show. It's it's always good, and I think that's nice of you. Sometimes I apologize. It's just a vehicle I use to get out evil thoughts in my head but i hear you i love when someone writes stuff like that it's just saying don't worry we're with you we got you bros b-r-o-s-e you're a good man a lot of good people what's that a twitter name or i think that's probably his uh twitter name i think that's probably his twitter name um so uh you oh you had a uh mitt romney uh yeah yeah but that, that clip's too long we'll do it next week Mitt Romney. Am I still allowed to talk about what I wanted to talk about about him? About Mitt Romney? When he strapped his dog to the roof of the car? How did you fucking know? 
I read your mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I know it's old news, but I had, I had, you know, hey, you're allowed, old to, news. You're allowed to have a thought in your head. I yeah. thought about that. There's nothing you need to, uh, by the way, there's a but coming at the end of this. Sometimes the only thing you could do, sometimes you have to defend someone even if you don't like who they are. Mm-hmm. So believe me, I would love to say, all right, I'm not crazy about him, but stop with the fucking dog on the roof. I love animals, and that's not the worst mm-hmm. thing in the world. I would love to say that. I really would. Because then, yeah. you know why I would love to say that? Because then it looks like you're not just picking on the guy. Like, you know, yeah. guess what, though? I can't. That is... And, and why am I bringing it up now? Because I've never talked about it before. I thought about it the other day. Is it that bad? Okay, maybe I wouldn't do it, but is it that bad? Can it just be something you Ooh, wouldn't do? Seamus. But Seamus, right? But guess what? That's the dog's name? It is that fucking bad. And I'll tell you, here's the way I put it. There is a one... I'm sure that they bolted that dog up there, That the yeah. crate that it was yeah, in. Yeah. It was in a crate, a sealed crate, right. probably locked. There is probably a 1% chance, if that... Mm-hmm. That that dog would fall off the roof, but on that alone, how could you fucking enjoy that ride? Yeah, on a one percent, on a half of a percent chance, yeah. I'm scared shitless. A mattress is going to fly off the roof yeah. when people that strap mattresses to the roof every fucking day of their life. I'm still a little yeah. scared <laughs> to put a living, breathing thing. And no matter what you know about dogs, or no matter what you think, if that dog would fall off the roof, it would hurt. It would yeah. feel pain. So on the 1% chance, that says something about him. Well, that aside, the Am I right? physical yes. danger. Yeah, you have well, to be a psychopath. Says, well, you're, that, if, when you're running for the position of leader of the free world, that's not solid decision made. Like, if that's, you're making those kinds of decisions <laughs> mm-hmm. on a family vacation, I don't want you in charge of any shit that's going to involve me. Yeah, so it doesn't, that's like that's some backwoods. That's just somebody who's out of touch. It, it, it certainly wouldn't do this. It certainly wouldn't let people think you're flooded with empathy and no. compassion. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, he's like a prototype. Like him, I thought it was hilarious when Rick Perry was still in the race because, like, how's, these are both the same guy. Like, it's the same. Yeah, he's the southern version of of Mitt Romney. It's like it's the guy that you would use to make an evil leader in a movie. Like, they're perfect for like. You know, when like an alien has taken over somebody's body and the president is now like an evil alien robot guy. Mitt Romney That's looks Mitt Romney. like the guy who would become president if if it was a reality show. Yeah. Like he looks right. like a reality show president. Well, I'll tell you one thing. You know, I don't think uh, that there's ever been a time where who's running for maybe i'm wrong but that's mm-hmm. okay i'm willing to educate myself people like i always say uh when the show's off people tweet things or you tell me things has there ever also i'll ask has there has there ever been a time that the candidates have been so far off of as where we are like i feel like we're doing i don't think i think so. we're making major progress in so many areas but then when i hear them speak yeah. i go what the fuck i thought we were past that no, it's it's not that we're past it. It's a new thing, I think. It's where it's, it, there's no merit. You don't have to. There's no credential. Like you just anybody can run for president. Well, and I, Howard, D, I, I think Clinton was the last kind of good guy who made it through. And then once that Howard Dean shit happened, that's when all bets were off. When they played him saying "Yeah" six hundred mm-hmm. times in a day mm-hmm. on CNN. That's Why would, it, would he have been a good? Would he have been? Yes. He was a solid. He's a yes. fucking surgeon, he's super self-made smart. man. And, and they took that one clip. Look, I don't want to get too yeah. conspiracy theor- theorist on this. 
Some people might say that you know he was too smart and he had too great ideas, and that there might have been some sort of a conspiracy to take well, him down. But they really took him down. They played that clip over and over again until the the image you had of him was of a lunatic. Yeah, and then he well, that documentary votes. that Ariana Huffington's daughter made—I forget her name. She makes these documentaries. She did one like Travels with George. Oh yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. she did another one where she followed John Kerry around. Right, right. And that was amazing because she's—he's dead in the water. He's mm-hmm. done for. And then, and then that's what she says in the movie. And she's like, and then this happened. And they go, yeah, they show him do that. And the next day, it's like, all right, problem solved. We don't have to worry about that guy anymore. These people are weirdos. Well, it's the, <laughs> I'm just kidding. The guy who like. And, and another problem is you, you can go on there and it seems like everything is just, it's what you see. It's not what it really is. And then people argue, just like we saw in this thing. They, they use facts. They say things that might not be 100% correct, but they are 90% they check out. And they get away with you know majority of of these lies, and, and they just don't answer questions right. either. Like nobody's held accountable. It really is frustrating being an adult in this day and age because you we're still. I feel as powerless as when I was a kid. Like, like what well, would you do, Todd, if you had a political talk show, right? Like if you had a show, and then say I am a candidate, and I'm going to do what Michelle Bachman almost did, uh, kind of did on on me. On me I'll tell press. you. Okay, go ahead. So you asked me how I feel about gay marriage. Well, I would I would fill Donahue it, and that's what I call it by going. Uh, Go ahead. Like I'm the political. Okay. Ask me. Uh, ask me. Uh, so you're against gay marriage. I hope. By the way, let's go into this knowing that it's not what I'm doing. So if I do shitty at it, it doesn't mean anything at all. But I'm going to give it a shot. Oh, hold accountability. Like uh, never. Just. Just. If I had a show. Here's the, the, the fear, I think, when you have a show and someone doesn't answer a question. You think I've had it happen even on lighter issues on, on, a, on a stupid little podcast like this. Who am I kidding? When you say lighter issues, that's when you're smoking a joint with people and somebody steals your lighter. <laughs> I like that. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> um, lighter issues. Uh, <laughs> Come on. Hey, right? That, that was great. Hey, they pay me like upwards of, of right. $1,500 a week. <laughs> I know what you want. I know what you're looking for. You tried to co- go ahead. Give uh, him what he wants. Give. I know you're trying to say a pithy comment so you get your Brendan Walsh jingle. Hey, that's why that's the only reason I came. Pithy. Okay, so uh, hold accountability. Okay, so I'm going to do my Phil Donahue thing here. I would just not. Uh, oh, so back to what I was saying. I think you. You tried. I've seen uh, interviewers where the person doesn't answer the question, and they mm-hmm. go, "You're still not answering the question." Right. They do it again. They're still not answering. Mm-hmm. I've seen them even do it twice. Okay. They go, "You're still not answering the question." I would hope that I would go. I will let this whole interview end. You're not answering the question. It's not that I disagree with you. Mm-hmm. I would hope I can get to that point and let the record show this is all being taped, so yeah. we can go back and listen to this for clarity. Yeah. If you are answering me, I can agree to disagree. But the only way we can agree to disagree is you have to answer me. Right. So with that in mind, how will two gay people getting married affect you? Well, I'm not going to do that bit now because you just kind of answered my question you would answer you 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 would no what would they you would say never, you, they would never ask that question but bob schieffer would no, never but ask somebody why don't, why don't you play the person trying to snake around it well i mean the, their go-to is the bible you would say you you say you're saying you would ask this question 
I would try to answer it until they do go to the Bible sometimes, but I would say this is not a religious show, so I'm not here to promote the Bible or downplay the Bible. But I'm a religious person, Todd, and in my, in my religion it says a man shall not lie down with other men. Case closed. And, on a, and, and I'm with you on that. I read the Bible. I Hold study- on. I read the Bible. It says exactly what you're saying. Now we're moving on. On a daily basis, how would this affect you how would you well, wake up one morning and this would affect you? Well, I just, you know, I mean, it says in the Bible that it's wrong. And just as long as something like that's going on, I just can't, you know, I, I feel it's my duty to uh, let everybody know that it's wrong and you're going to go to hell. I don't, don't want to see people go to hell. This would, Well, it's sort of, I don't know, maybe because we both agree. It's like arguing with a five-year-old about the existence of Santa Claus. Like you're never like anything like that. Because I feel like either, either, when you give someone the opportunity to say how it will affect them, mm-hmm. It, most of the time they can't because well, they, it doesn't. No, of course. In not. other words, if I asked you, you no, no one. I think. Look, well, Todd, we I should... mean, I could be walking down the street and there could be a gay jizz flying out of windows, <laughs> and it could hit me if they're married and they're allowed to have sex. <laughs> gay jizz could fly out of a second story window and get in my hair and screw up my. If, I get a hair aid. We'll take a break. We'll be back. Walking in the sunshine, saying a little sunshine song. Um. Uh, oh shit! I had a point. You were saying something about how does this affect you? Does it affect you? Uh. Hold on. I really had a thought. I wanted to say. I just told her to cut. So it was oh. a seamless edit, and I can take twenty seconds and think. What were you just saying about? Does it? Does it? Uh, they say that it doesn't affect them. Um, Bible. Yeah. They go to the Bible. How does it affect them? Does it affect you? Will it affect you? Okay. Well, it, well, or people going to hell and uh, it affects ah, me. It's okay. Chris, move on. Stay with me here. Sometimes I look over and you're looking down so I can't get you. Um, uh, okay. So we'll just go back to uh, what, what are we talking about here? So we were just uh, – we'll just uh, come back from, 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 the, from the jingle. We were talking okay. about um, – Well, I, I said that I'd be walking down the street and gauges could fly out of windows onto me. Oh, that's how it could affect you. Yeah, that's how it could All right, so I have another Al Franken clip. I, I don't know if this is uh, too far from the other Al Franken clip that it doesn't make sense that I'm bringing it up right now. You know what? It's, that's what's great about having your own show. You do whatever you want. Are, are we on again now? Yes. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> um, this is Al Franken. This is, uh, I think this is from a couple of years ago. This is right before the, when the health care bill was being debated. And uh, this was one of the lobbyists uh, on the other side, and one of the arguments she put forth is that if we put, if we uh, you know um, pass the healthcare bill, Obamacare as it came to be known, that the amount of medical bankruptcies will increase mm-hmm. if we move toward quote unquote socialism. So this is Al Franken. And and by the way, I think I heard some of this before, and this sort of gets back to what I was saying before. Uh, you have to hold people accountable for, for the words coming out of their mouth immediately. And also, if he is quoting facts, then the other person, if they didn't care about being right or holding on to a belief, uh, they would just say, wait, is what he's saying? Well, this is a lobbyist, so I don't know if, if she has any belief in what she's selling. This well, then, then wouldn't she change her view? I, if, I, if I remember what you're about to play, uh, if, if you really weren't just holding on to 
that whether health care, what you had in your mind, whether uh, socialized health care would be better or worse for everybody. If you were just going, yeah, I want to look at facts. And if the facts say it's good, it's good. I do believe there are some people that just have a belief. They hold on to it no matter what the facts are. Again, unlike in science, we would we'd be fucked if scientists looked at it that way. Well, here's what I thought. And I'm just going to hold on to it with, with mm-hmm. dear life, even if it means per, per, preventing progression. So what, what Al Franken says here is facts. It's not – look, some of what Al Franken says, if I, if I remember this correctly, is his opinion. But if he's stating facts, the other person should go, is that true? Because if it's true, I was fucking wrong. Well, but you ha- but hold on. But you have to remember that yeah, th- there's people who need to, to change their mind because they're just uneducated or just have a wrong opinion of it. That's the public. But the people selling the other side of it, this isn't something they believe in. This is money. This is companies – if we have socialized medicine and everybody gets healthier mm. – Companies will lose money. Well, the, millions the insurance companies—that's yes. the only reason. The that none of, that's the only reason we don't have a national right. health care right. exactly. because there are people getting fucking rich off of yes. Hundreds of insurance uh, health insurance companies would lose money. Right. Uh, pharmaceutical companies would lose money. Yeah. and they all spend millions of dollars a year paying experts like the one we're about to hear. To confuse well, they're the not issue. experts. They're just fucking shit. lobbyists. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So, so that would mean that um, at least that other person would have to say, "Hey, uh, if Al Franken said was true, you make that person answer that." What Al Franken just said, if that's true, how do you react to that? And we okay. don't really ever have that happen. Okay. Go ahead. I think we disagree on whether. Uh... Uh, by the way, I say this a lot. I don't know. Maybe it's my own paranoia. It takes a little while for this to breathe, but I, I don't know. I, I think it's. Uh, I think it's. It's worth letting it breathe. I think we disagree on whether uh, health care reform, uh, the health care reform that we're talking about now in Congress should pass. And you said that um, kind of the way we're going will increase bankruptcies. I, I, want, you, I want to ask you how many um, uh, bankruptcies because of medical crises were there last year in, in Switzerland? Well, I don't uh, have that number in front of me, but I could find yeah, out. And I can tell you how many it was. Get back to you. It, it's zero. Do you know how many medical bankruptcies there were last year in France? I don't have that number, but I can get back to you if you like. <laughs> yeah, the number is zero. Do you know how many were in Germany. All right, we get it, Al. <laughs> From the trend of your questions, I'm assuming the answer is zero, but I don't know the precise amount, and I would have mm-hmm. to get back to you. Well, you're very good. You're very fast. The point is, is that I think we need to go in that direction, not in the opposite direction. Thank you. Now, her, what her retort was is that, well, she tried to say, well, you know what the cancer rates are in Germany? And that's what they do a lot. They, 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 they confuse the issue right away. Right. Well, you were talking about bankruptcies. You said medical bankruptcies. We were discussing medical bankruptcies. And now all of a sudden, you're going to cancer rates. That's two different issues. Yeah. So, anyway. Yeah, you can't just – if someone corrects you on spelling, they're correcting you. Hey, by the way, you spelled that wrong. You can't go, oh, well, you know how much better I am in math? Yeah, exactly. Well, no, 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 no. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about math. And I heard right. you're great in it. But won't you, you don't get to just switch topics. You, get, you have to say to me – by the way – you can be wrong in a – she gave a stat, would you say? She gave a stat and she was mm-hmm. wrong in the stat. You can be wrong in a stat and still go forward and be right in your issue. Mm-hmm. I'm not thinking she is. But you have to acknowledge that. You can't just plow past. That's what they do. It's like they just plow past it like it's a, like a big plow in New York City plowing the snow off the road. And they just want to plow. Nah, 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 nah. 
He just, you just said something. He didn't give his opinion. Fuck his opinion. He mm-hmm. gave facts. Yeah. Now you got to acknowledge that. And then I'll, well, I'll be with you. I'll go with you. I'll listen more. But you got to acknowledge some of the facts he just said. You don't just get to plow past it. Yeah. Well, yeah. It'd be cool if she said, ah, you know what? You're right. Uh, Well, because there's just so much bullshit already. Like, she... It's just bullshit. It's just all bullshit that makes everything complicated. Like, things aren't that difficult. It's so weird to me that people... Say things like you know medicine. You know how we, we we can't socialize medicine. The government shouldn't be in charge. Well, and of medicine, all but these then- assholes talking about like, well, that'd be socialism. Ask any one of them to define what socialism right. is, or, and they or, won't be able to. And then if you're totally against socialism, well, then get rid of the fucking fire department. That's what I was just going to say. Well, military. Even, how about the military? How about the uh, the military? The police. You have to have yeah. police insurance. Someone, even, someone broke into your house and is raping you. Well, if you didn't, if you don't have police insurance, we can't come. How yeah, about and that? also like I think that's why when people say the government should butt out, I wish they would go, I understand why the government can't butt out, but uh, I wish at times they would. But when they go, they should just butt out. You want to go, well, if the government, let's say the government, let's say it was one person that had a voice. It would go, you kidding me? You think I wish we couldn't butt out? You think I fucking liked making a law that you have to strap your baby into the car? Mm -hmm. You think when that day came, it gave me any joy? Picture of it was a person going, I fucking didn't think so. That sucks that the government has to step yeah. in and go, guess what, everybody? I know this is going to cause a little controversy. But, People might agree to disagree or might agree. But we, when you have a child in the car, you got to strap it in. No, they only had to do that because there's fucking idiots out there. So even me sometimes, I think, oh, I wish the government would stay out of that or this, even if I did. Yeah. The, the bottom guess line, what? to give a blanket statement and go, they should just stay out altogether. Well, yeah, I think history proves. Well, they don't proves- ever do anything with our best interest in mind first. Like the whole seatbelt fucking law, click it or ticket thing, that's not, they don't give a shit. It's, it's just an, another reason think, for the cops to pull you over and hopefully think, you have a few drinks in you or some weed on you. I think you. you might be misunderstanding no. my point. Yeah. You don't really believe that. Yeah. You the think click it or t- the, it's just another seat reason belt, to pull people over. You think the yeah. seatbelt law is some sort of a trick to just. To, uh, I think, yeah, I don't think to it's. To get probable cause. Well, hold on, hold on, yeah. hold on, hold on. This is always good when it's. Uh, it's, it's so, as far as. Because I think you might have misunderstood me. Because. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so you think even with the, the, the ch- children have to be seatbelted in? You think that's sort of like a. You think that's a necessary law, or do you think... I, I, you know, maybe for the kids, like... Well, yeah, because they're, the kids are helpless, so it's like, okay, you got to have your kids strapped in. But also, it's an, it's, it is, it's like, oh, okay, well, if this person's doing that, then when we pull them over, there's got to be some meth in a glove box, too, or... or we, you know what? I don't know. That, that I, I could sit here and go, oh, what, are you crazy for thinking that? But I, I, I'm not I, a total I, conspiracy, but I do think... I think that's definitely an element, and those... Uh, yeah, I, I do. Think I think that- a lot of times, though, I, and I'm curious. Uh, uh, I mean, obviously, I lean towards thinking. I don't know. Like, you know, people aren't wearing their seatbelts, and then they get into car crashes, and then you know, they're thrown out of the car, and then yeah. you know, that I think I think the seatbelt law might be something that. Sort and then of- they sue the you know the person that hit them, or or they sue the car car maker, or they just end up in the wheelchair for the rest of their life. I got a better one. Talk about taking a 360 here. Talking about the real meat. Well, 360 is not really doing what is, anything. What, 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 you right back what do I say? What should I say? 180. 180. <laughs> do you ever do that where you say, or you could do a um, 540. Yeah, yeah. 540. Uh, yeah. What would a 540 You go all the way around once and then it's one and a half. half. Oh, I like, <laughs> I like that. I'm going to do a 540. Yeah, it's a good one. Um, <laughs> God, I've been saying that wrong. I always say, you know what else I did the other night? 
you know when you, you, I think a lot of comedians did this bit, but it never happened to me where you're singing the wrong words to a song mm-hmm. and you don't know like oh, I've been singing that all this time. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, the other night I was singing. Uh, we talked about Ma- M- Mars bars. Peter pa- and I was saying Peter Paul, I'm a joy have nuts. Peter Paul mounds don't. Sometimes uh, you, people are like Peter Paul. What what's Peter Paul? Yeah, it's just some almond joys have nuts. Peter Paul, I can't even not say it. Do you, do you well, know what the, is it? No, I don't. Oh, you no, don't know. That's it the I know from this song, but it's not Peter Paul. It's not. It's some. Sometimes you feel like a nut. Sometimes, sometimes you, you don't. Almond joys got nuts. Mounds don't. Guess that's who I love? And I say this only to three, two times on the show. Once to uh, Jen Kirkman. Uh-huh. Once to Paul F. Tompkins. And once to you, because over that dumb little thing, it would have driven me nuts. You're, oh. That's what it is, what you just said. Yeah. Yes. Great. Why is, Good company. Why is Burger King holding on? Shouldn't they? Maybe they should just close their doors. Really? You think they're doing that bad? Well, that's that's a good question. When, when was the last time you ate a Burger King? I, I haven't eaten fast food in 15 yeah. years. Oh, really? oh, really? Yeah. How about you, uh, Chris? <laughs> now, 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 let me ask you a question, though, because I don't doubt. No, but be honest with me. Uh, I don't doubt that people eat at Burger King. No, I'm just wondering. The pr- I don't. Okay, did if there was a Burger King, a Wendy's, and a McDonald's, would you go to Burger King ever? Okay, just would you ever go to Burger King in any of those three? Every I don't know. if there's a Burger King and a guy, oh, no. the Whopper so, is that the Burger King? So you, so you're saying, yeah, you, I went. There was a, a Burger King across the street from my high school, and I would get fucking Whoppers a lot. You know what? You smoke I, a lot of weed in high school? No, I didn't start smoking weed till I was like 25. I started later in life, too. By the way, this is one of those things I might be, you know, I, I don't have to love. The point isn't whether I love Burger King or not. Mm. I'm not crazy about it. Mm. it is I could be wrong. Like, so some people do crave it. It just always looks to me like they like maybe someone comes out with an item and then 10 years later they go, I guess people like salads. We'll have to start <laughs> making salads. And then they do a shake. They're like, people love but they yeah. don't ever do it right away. It's well, like, they are. Somebody was just talking about that. That they their business plan is they just look where McDonald's are and open one up. That's Wendy's. I heard. Oh, okay. Isn't that brilliant? In a, like yeah. simple brilliance. Yeah. Wendy's. Uh, the founder of Wendy's said that you know McDonald's does a lot of research. Mm-hmm. Dave just, Thomas. Dave Thomas said McDonald's does a shitload of research. He's not going to be able to do more. Mm-hmm. So wherever they open up a McDonald's, they did the research. Boom. I'll put yeah, a yeah. Wendy's there. Are yeah. you serious? Yeah. Uh, That's how some comedians feel about like other comedians jokes. Like, yeah. look, he's telling that joke for a reason. Mm-hmm. I guess uh, I'll tell it, too. There's a reason it's so good. Yeah. That's how I get all my material. <laughs> I'll cover that topic. Yeah. Hey, um, Wendy's, do you think there's ever going to be a fast food Restaurant transformation into a real restaurant. Like you think you'll no. ever go to a place and Wendy's I mean, like, and go. You know this used to be a, like a fast food place, but they they got so good no. and they, and they just snuck it. I on mean, us. they'd have to like sneak it like like Chipotle. You know, McDonald's is Chipotle. Like yeah. that's what they. Yeah, but no one goes to, to Chipotle oh, for dinner. He's saying that's no, the most. That's, down. You're going to have to sneak it in there. Like Wendy's. Like it's just always going to be associated with the drive fast through, food. Kind of, yeah, yeah. drive through. Uh, they're, they're, they're Applebee's, that kind of shit is like that's fast yeah, food like, restaurants. Yeah, like I'm saying, do you think Wendy's will ever become like an Applebee's or no? no I mean, they, they'd have to change their name and no. and you know right. why you wanted to. And when I said I haven't had fast food in 15 years, it was a slight. I mean, I've had it a couple times, but I don't. I it's not a those that were, and like Applebee's and TGI Fry, all that stuff. When I'm on the road, it's not even it's not even on my radar. I don't. I, I don't eat that shit. Subway, I, a lot of Subway. Subway, I'll do. Um, 
There's always some place. There's like a local. Panera even like, Bread. Fuck it. They're everywhere. There are, but you know, even that stuff, any kind of mass produced food is just so bad. Like, do you ever at the airport, you look at a sandwich, you're like, how's there fucking 80 grams of fat in a fucking tuna sandwich? <laughs> do you know what? I just started looking at the, um, you know, when they put the, uh, the salt intake and the sodium yeah. intake. I never really looked at it when I was, for some reason, I'm at Starbucks. I would get a, like an egg salad sandwich. Uh-huh. And then I would look at the sodium intake. And it's like fucking out of control. Yeah. yeah. I guess that's what keeps All it- those Starbucks, all the foods that start like at airports, I, I'll look at because it like, looks even okay. The sandwiches? the sandwiches, it's like they have to figure out a way to make this. It's like the bread must be horrible for it. Like there's no way it's like it's, it's atrociously bad. I don't even know like uh, I don't know the exact numbers. But next time you s- look at one of the packages of a, sa- uh. of a sandwich at a Starbucks, it is like. It's worse than a Big Mac. It's like there's literally like 45 grams of fat and like 80 grams of sodium. I noticed. And the sodium, yeah. It's like out of control. But anyway. (laughs) Hey, um, that's got to be related to the amount of obese people, amount of, um, you know, kids being born with, you know, just whatever, you know, degenerative degenerative diseases Mm -hmm. and the amount of cancer, uh, the cancer rates in in America. You know, it's got to be related uh, to all that shit, right? Well, yeah. I mean, you can't eat that garbage. Every Alex day. Uh, went, bought me some for Christmas some trainer sessions with a trainer, and uh, he told me some interesting things. Like, you know, you always hear like, well, people eat a lot of that stuff because it's it's more. He said because it's easy. It's mm-hmm. not cheaper. It's not cheaper. He goes because nature. He's. I think the way he said it was nature won't ever fuck you over. It, it now it is easier, but he said it's just as cheap to it's eat fast food. No, uh, fast food is easier and it's cheap. Yeah, but it's not. There is healthy stuff that's just as cheap, but it's not as easy. Yeah. He goes so. It, it, in other words, if you really want to eat healthy, he goes eating healthy can be dirt cheap. Like beans are very healthy for yeah. you and cheap. He just said it's not as easy. But eating well, eating it healthy feels is that cheap. like your body craves that you know the fat and the salt, and so it's just this delivery system of like. I heard that a good way to to just a good rule of thumb for healthy. Uh, food intake is whole foods just not processed so if it's chicken you just have a buy a fresh chicken and you just bake it and you eat that but where would you get a fresh chicken i mean you can i mean even even the chicken we have did you know that i i, I read this report last week that said that chicken now gets like uh antidepressants put in it they get uh, i old, saw old, that on the news or some st- they were doing something about how well they're in those cages because it calms them mm-hmm. but uh, that's a, you know what, and then all can these, I, all these girls. Are, there is an <laughs> epidemic of girls in America getting to puberty. Oh That's, yeah, they're getting their periods at like yeah. five now. That's no, been talked. Uh, yeah, it's very five early. Year olds yes. getting their periods. That's yes. been talked about for for a long time. Really, I yeah, talk yeah. about it all. That's what I have a podcast. That's all it's about. What it's is the name of your podcast? <laughs> it's called. It actually. It, it's re, it's called the Bone Zone. Mm-hmm. The Bone Zone. Yeah, and, and it's mostly about premature period. <laughs> no, no, it's <laughs> just it's just stupid. Healthy, um, anyway. All right, anyway, so let me, so, um, but it's about premature periods. Let me, uh, do you want to do the, uh, this thing? The war of Afghanistan? Uh, nah, we'll talk about that next week. It's a little heavy. Um, it's gone. <laughs> uh, let's see. Maybe we can move on. We're going to go in for the descent here in a minute. We're actually starting to go in for the descent right now. Um, I'm just curious what you think about this. Uh, um, you know, the new, uh, yeah, that's how we'll wrap it up. We'll listen to okay. some good Jay Leno, old Jay Leno. Um, you know, I had a friend, uh, I won't say her name, but um, she... Can you say the initials? <laughs> I don't even think she listens to the show. <laughs> but I thought it was weird is that she, uh, a, a, another friend of mine, uh, about 
probably eight, eight months ago, they made out. There was a party at my house they made out, which mm. obviously, who gives a shit, you yeah. know? Uh, and I asked her when he was coming over a little while ago, I was like, hey, wait a second. Didn't you make out with blank? I'm trying to keep it very mm-hmm. generic. She goes, no. I was like, I thought you did. Not that I would care. Obviously, yeah, yeah. I feel dirty even saying I wouldn't care. Two full-grown adults, if there's not lying or cheating or deception, two f- full-grown adults, especially that they made out. I don't even care if they wanted to fool around. Two yeah. full-grown adults, there's Maybe nothing not wrong. Maybe not a full-around. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, Why would you just say it? Fuck. Well, well, around, you think that's a weird sex. term? No, because they already made out. So I think what ne- the next thing you meant right. was. Okay. Well, yeah, it. but fooled around. You see, he I, don't, I, I have meant. a different like image in my head. It's kind of like, <laughs> you're just getting kind of <laughs> grabby, you know? <laughs> fool around. Hey. Yeah, yeah. You're kind of like exploring each other's <laughs> yeah, bodies. Yeah, exactly. Think, no, that's not fooling around. That? Hey. Maybe a little finger blast, a little, oh ha- a little handy. Finger bang. Cool. My friend finger, Brian. Finger, finger, finger bang. Do you have you? How old are you? 38. 38. Have you had in the last 10, 15 years an episode where you, you fingered That's not only, only fingering? Only fingering, and then, and then they didn't want to have sex? That doesn't happen past high school. No one goes, let's uh, stop I, here. Yeah. I'm uncomfortable with the okay. rest of it. Please. This is getting out of control and disgusting. Why? <laughs> because people are picturing that, and it's gross. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, they seem to uh, like it. Uh, <laughs> if they like it, they like it. I guess the kids like it. So, so here's what I was trying to say is that and I guess it ties into the whole Steve Harvey movie is that, oh, so anyway, he called me the next day and I thought, well, she wouldn't lie to me. She knows yeah. I'm certainly not someone she would have to lie to if they if they if they just kissed or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm saying it funny. But uh, um, and then he called me the next day. He goes, hey, Todd, can I I I don't know. He goes, I was drunk that night. And I when I saw her last night, I go, what are you talking about? He goes, I think I made out with her when I was at your party eight months ago. And I was like. You know what? I don't think so because I know her and she doesn't seem to be someone that would have to lie to me about that, whether yeah. they had sex or made out. No matter what you do, you're a full grown adult. Yeah. And I and I said, you know what? Before you give me the number, because I know her number, I'm going to go out on a limb for whatever the reason was worth. We we're just being silly on the phone and go. It wasn't her. I just don't think she would lie about that. That, that, She's better than that. She's more of a together girl. She would go, if she made out with someone or or had sex with them, she'd be like, so I go, I'm going to go on a limb if this was a game show and say no. He read her the number. It was her. And I just thought it was weird because even though I want to say societally, I, I, I'm probably in the middle on that. With the number, I, you lost me. So his, he, he got, got her, her phone number for, from, okay. from a year okay, ago, yeah, and, yeah. It, and it matched up. Okay. So it was yeah, her. Yeah. So in essence, huh. she – and by the way – She when lied I, right to your face. I don't even care about that. I get it. She did mm-hmm. it out of embarrassment right. or whatever. It's not like I, I would not trust her with, you know, with everything in my life. It was yeah. a white lie to get out of embarrassment, not that she was a dishonest person on who her fiber was. But hold on. But – um, but. And we all know this is Cheryl Hines and Eddie Pepitone you're talking about. (laughs) I've already figured it out. Do you think maybe she was just nervous, like, because she she likes you? Were you guys on a date? No, no, no. Are you shitting me? No. Yes, I'm shitting you. So anyway, but here's, here's, let me get my long-winded question out, as they always are. I'm not someone that goes, oh, you shouldn't, you shouldn't, you know, oh, society makes women think that. And I'm usually someone that says, don't don't buy in into society. Mm -hmm. I, look, we've all felt the, I think, pressures of, you know, the norms and what's not norm. But you have to fight that because, 
you know, as a full-grown woman, you have every right to do that. And that made me sad that she thought she would have to, hey, look, and I'm a guy who knows about hiding things that you shouldn't have to hide. But I just felt like (laughs) that was weird and I felt bad for her. And then that goes to that whole Steve Harvey movie about – and by the way, if you disagree on this, but that whole wait 90 days before you fool around with a guy. To to me, that seems to – not power, give women empowerment, but that seems to just throw them back. Hold, so hold on to that vagina. Don't that, let guys that's have the it. the one thing you got on them. Yeah, like <laughs> that's the one thing that you have. Hold, that, don't give them that. Don't give it to them because yeah. is, there, is that like Do you think that's so- why she said that or she just kind of was like, I just didn't. Just wished it didn't happen. Like for whatever reason, she just wants to make believe it didn't happen because they were both drunk and they still know each other socially. Maybe and I, I know, know they don't. No, they didn't because he got her number. But either way, maybe she. It wasn't like a. Maybe you're projecting that on her. Like, oh, this is because society says you're a slut if you make out with someone. Maybe she's just like, I just want to make believe that didn't happen. Because I'm not proud. Yeah, of I'm sure that, that was I, why. But I would hope. I don't know. I just thought our friendship. I just remember once being on a long car trip after I went to Vegas, and there were some girls in the car. And again, this is not all girls. This mm-hmm. story is proof of that it's not all girls. Mm-hmm. And it was such a long time ago. I forget the one girl's name, but they all seemed every story that every girl in the car had seemed. And again, I over preface it for my mm-hmm. own sanity here. This is not all women. Matter of fact, the women that uh, don't do what I'm about to say are the ones that agree with me. They're like, "Thank you." Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, all their stories, none of them hooked up. None of them hooked up. One girl didn't hook up. Uh, oh, but when I left, you were in the jacuzzi and you had your top off. You know, whatever. I'm, I'm, right. Yeah, then, yeah. Oh, yeah. But then later, that all took a drastic turn after we all left. Nobody. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Everything that happened. And well, we left you. He brought you up to his room at the hotel. He was Every, about to insert his yeah, penis yeah, in your yeah, vagina right. when we left. That's what, oh, yeah. No, but then he right. made a left and yeah. it didn't. And one girl. <laughs> exactly. Rubbed it against my thigh and right, it right. took off. And then, and, and then he came too early and he had to leave. Right. I'm, right exactly. Yeah, yeah. You have the clarity in your head that I, it all took a drastic turn and I remember there's one girl in her car her name was uh, I think it was Michelle and she just very it was almost adorable she goes oh not me she goes I've been horny and I've been single for a year and she goes and I we, we fucked or we fooled around yeah. I was like that was so like good for you it made me think it was adorable almost does that make sense like mm-hmm. yeah that you're not embarrassed who what the fuck do you have to be embarrassed two full-grown adults and you fooled around yeah. so i'm just wondering how much of that still exists and again i could say don't fall to what society thinks but i get it sometimes you do but fight that you know women need to fight that yeah. and i wonder if that steve harvey movie we talk about like what's these, this steve harvey movie? all about know. women he has a think whole, like a man yeah, he has a whole uh, book on women, how to help women find the right man. It seems to be how to make women find the wrong man. Yeah, yeah. It just seems like we talked about uh, uh, the, the candidates that are running for office. Do they seem like archaic, like we've moved past that? And I wonder if a movie like that or that mindset of hold out, you know, women hold out on that. Is that like just seems so archaic? Well, it's, yeah, it's just silly. It is silly, like those right? like any kind of rules of like okay, well you go out on a date, but then wait three days before it's just like what, stop. What, is everybody in high school still like, right? Stop all it. adults. Right. Meet each other, say how do you do, and then find a place to fuck. It's all right to fuck. Yeah, go right yeah, to it. Yeah, just do it like everybody else does. Come up to him after the show, tell him he was funny, and then you know wait by the bar, yeah. I'll buy you a drink, and, and then you, you guys will fuck in his hotel room. Isn't that how everybody yeah. gets laid? <laughs> Right, one of my favorite jokes, uh, he doesn't do comedy anymore. Kevin Williams. You remember that guy? Did you ever meet him? He's Kevin dead Williams? to me. He's, he actually he died. So oh, did he really? No, no. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, no, he just stopped doing comedy. 
And he actually gave me this joke, and I did it briefly, but it's weird. Did anybody, did everybody, anybody ever give you jokes, and then you do them like they're your own? Well, you know what? Sometimes somebody will give me uh, something that happened to them, yeah. and I think it's really funny. And yeah, and I will turn it yeah. into a bit. I would say eighty percent of the time, probably not. But yeah, I, I, I sometimes. Why is that? No, way, no, no. It's fine. It's no. It's. I felt weird because it was a joke that he had told on stage uh, for a while, and and. One night I said, man, I really love that joke. And he said, you know what? It fucking never works for me. You can have it if oh, you good. want it. I'm glad you're saying this because I thought for a second you were going to go, why do comedians No, but do then that? I felt bad. Well, this happened to me twice where uh, two people were like, you know what? I'm never going to use this fucking joke. You take it. And I told a few times and I get a phone call. Hey, you know that joke I gave you? I kind of started doing it again. And then you go, oh, okay, I'm never doing that again. I, like, mm-hmm. I'm oh, never what's... taking a joke from someone where they're like, oh, take this. It's great. I'm never going to do it. And then they... You know, six months later, like, uh, maybe I will do that. I, I like no, that. Joke. Not that it should be that in depth yeah. of a conversation, but that's fucking wrong. Why it's wrong. Give a yeah, joke. Yeah. Come on, fucking have just it's done. Well, they never became, and this never. It's just something I did a few times. But Kevin's joke, I this is the only reason I told the story is because I think I still love the joke, and nobody's telling it now because he stopped and I don't do it. And you're afraid. Like, well, it's just uh, it's it's weird. I don't know. It feels weird doing somebody's mm-hmm. like word for word joke. Uh, I don't but like when then somebody will that. come up to you and you go like friends have you know have given me stuff and then and then they go oh I love that thing like I have writer friends they yeah, understand yeah, that yeah. but they'll come up with like a non sequitur and they're like oh do that and then somebody will come up to you and go oh that joke you I fucking loved it out of the hour that you just did they yeah. point out the one fucking thing uh, you didn't write and you're like ah oh. thanks so I stuff. love that I've given All right, some so go ahead. I'm sorry I well the you. joke is he says uh, he says that he uh, you know met a woman after the show and they took her back to his hotel room. And she comes in and she sees he's got a tripod set up next to his bed. And she's like, oh, no, hey, I'm not into that. I don't want, to, I don't want you to film anything or whatever. And he goes, no, 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 you got it all wrong. I shove that in your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I love that joke. Nobody's telling it. Say the last uh, part again. No, 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 no. <laughs> you got it all wrong. I shove that. In your pussy. Walking in the sunshine, saying a little sunshine song. You know what? Maybe that wasn't right. Say that one more time. Say that one more time, if you don't mind. Okay, so uh, so I says to her, I says, no, 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 toots. You got it all wrong. What I do is I'm gonna shove that into your pussy. Hold on, pause it, pause it, pause it. I hate to do this to you, Brendan. Uh, Could you just do that one more time? Okay. Um, Oh, silly girl. No, 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 no. You've gotten this all wrong. What I'm about to do is I'm going to shove that into your pussy. I'm a nut. I'm a nut. My life don't ever get in a rut. Hold on, hold on. I think we could do it one more time. Is this? Am, are you, oh, please don't be upset with me. Yeah, could you hey, do that one more time, please? Man. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Um, no, uh, ma'am. Uh, you, what you, you, there seems to be a misunderstanding here. I, the, what I'm going to do with that tripod is I'm going to shove it right into your pussy. Everything is beautiful. We'll take a break. You know what? 
Hold on. I think, if you don't mind, I think we could do it one more time. I think we could do it one more time. Hold on. Um, there we go. Do you mind just doing it one more time? Oh, by the way, we're, we're ready to say goodbye. We are saying what? goodbye. So we'll do this one more time, but uh, you, have, you have some things you want to plug? Uh, you know, I I'll be at the Austin uh, Moon Tower Festival from the 25th through the 28th. That's going to be a lot Texas. of fun. And, uh, yeah. And then my podcast, The Bone Zone, you find it on the Death Squad Network. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and Daniel? Uh, yeah, I, I will be next weekend. My friend Dan Levy is having a party. I will probably get there around 7. I'll get a drink, maybe get a little high, and then I'll be funny for the rest of the night. Everything is beautiful. Now you got to give him 14. I'm sorry. That was my fault. Say that one more time. We're going to get really good as we go to the close here. Say that again. You're going to be funny at a party? I'm going to be funny at a party. <laughs> Daniel Kino. <laughs> I like it. Anything else you need to promote? I no, I, th- I think I'm I think I'm all right. And uh, thank you, Chris. Thank you, Katie. Thank you, Mikey. Well, I guess we're gonna uh, do it. What? what? Oh, we put a funny video online last week. We all had a funny dance party uh-huh. here, and Eddie Pepitone it was very funny. It was mocking me because I want people to have to dance, and I want them to be fun with it. Now I'm paranoid. I don't know if this is going to be good. Ah, well, we'll do it. We'll we'll play that next week. We got okay, some perfect. Jay Leno, old Jay Leno and Letterman when he oh, yeah. when he was fucking hilarious. But hey, we'll Todd, play. also Amazon.com. If That's people right. go to this uh, episode's page and click on the banner and then shop at Amazon, help support the show. Yeah, you oh. buy shit you already need, and then we make some money, so it's good. And I have a wish list on Amazon yeah, for, for, my, zone, for right? the Bone Zone. <laughs> it's mostly wigs. <laughs> what was that? That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I like it. Hey, you know, we didn't make you sing. We didn't make you sing. Huh. Well, can we make you? Wait, yeah, what do you want me to say? You want to try? Yeah. I don't know. We could do um, uh, the door is always open and the path as we go in for descent. And then we come back and we there. say, I'm going to shove that in your pussy one more time. And that's our big closer. <laughs> okay. Thank God we had something to close with. Is this going to be a... Uh, oh, now, people like might say, karaoke. Todd, you're, you're saying shove it in your pussy. That, that's not being very open-minded. Sure it is. I think that's girls being... shove things in their pussies all the time on purpose or by accident. Yeah, yeah. We're not saying against. We're not. She's just. He's. Oh ho 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 ho. He's asking her to do that, right? He's not saying I'm going to do it. Well, he's saying that's what his plan for the evening. And is. then if you're not comfortable with that, it's assumed she is comfortable. Okay. With that. So uh, here we go. Let's I see. Think, I think she leaves. Bring it down. Can you put some <laughs> reverb? I don't know this song. I'll do a little. It goes, but that won't help. It's knowing that the door is always open and your path is free to walk. That makes me tend to leave my sleeping bag rolled up in the stash behind your couch. A little more reverb. And it's knowing I'm not shackled by forgotten words and bonds and the ink stains that have dried upon some line. It's all right. Just keep going. That keeps you in the back roads by the rivers of my memory. That keeps you ever gentle on my mind. Caller, go ahead. It's It's clinging to the rocks and ivy planted on the columns now that binds me. Thank you, caller. Back to you. Or something that somebody said because they thought we fit together walking. Caller, go ahead. Knowing that 
The world is not be cursing or forgiving when I walk along some railroad. All right, everybody, this is the Todd Glass Show. Uh, thank you, our guest, Brendan Walsh. Thanks for having me. Brendan. I'm a big fan. Leave that reverb in. As we go, it keeps it all crescendoing to the end. It's like we're in an empty warehouse. I used to do in my impersonation. I changed it to be politically correct. A feminine guy lost in a warehouse. But, uh-huh. but he's straight. He's a straight, effeminate guy. And here's my impersonation of him lost in a warehouse. Oh, my God, I'm lost in a warehouse. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I have a new project. Uh, it's an effeminate singing group uh, called the Flaming Lisps, and we just <laughs> sing Flaming Lips songs. Oh, I thought you wanted to sing that song, <laughs> The Flaming. I could do that. You want to try it? Hey, whatever you want. You're the boss. Well, I think it could be good. What, what would be a good song for him to do? Uh, Sweet Caroline might be good as a effeminate. No. How about Consider Pumped Up Kicks? Oh, Pumped Up Kicks? Consider yourself. You have the karaoke version of that? Yeah, from the musical Oliver. Oh, yeah, that'll be a good I one. I cannot believe that Chris has... Consider yourself at home. Consider yourself one of the family. We've taken to you so strong. It's clear we're going to get along. Consider yourself well in. Consider yourself part of the furniture. There isn't a lot to spare. Who cares what we've ever got to share? Oh, uh, you know what? It was a great... Always a chance we'll meet somebody to fuck the bill. Then the drinks are on the... (laughs) (laughs) You gotta keep doing it. We don't want to have no fuss, no fuss. We're after some consideration. We can stay, consider yourself one of us. Consider yourself at home. Consider yourself one of the family. Faded out. Our guest was the funny Brendan Walsh. Thank you very much. You know, I got to tell you one thing. You are a nut. I'm a nut. I'm a nut. My life don't ever get in a rut. The head on my shoulders is sort of loose, and I ain't got sense. God gave a goose, Lord. Now leaving Nerdist.com.